Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. And I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday. You made it to the end of a work week. You made it through another hectic week, another quarantine week, or whatever the case may be for you. You have made it. And today we are here to share a new episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. But before we get into it, you know we got to open up with a little word of prayer. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again right now, humbly as we know how, dear God, first thanking you and acknowledging you as God Almighty. God, we thank you for every door that you open in our lives, the ones that we deserved, and even the ones we don't deserve that you continue to open for us, dear God. God, we also thank you for the doors that you've closed that we no longer needed, dear God. God, I ask that you forgive us right now for anything that we may have done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God, that we may have done this week, dear God. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, dear God, and have your way in our lives like never before, dear God. Continue to touch every listener that listens on today, dear God, and bring something positive in their life, dear God, and touch their family or whatever circumstances they're dealing with. I ask that you touch right now for them right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask that you touch this week's episode. Let whatever needs to be said be said, dear God, and allow it to be a blessing to those listening, dear God. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy in the midst of this quarantine during all this coronavirus. Like Cardi B said, it is still nevertheless a blessed day because God woke us up this morning. He gave us the activity of our limbs. He gave us life, health, and strength. Despite anything that's going on, God is still God alone. This week, we have an interesting topic. I'm telling you, God's been dealing with me, y'all. Every time I dive into that great book, the Bible, he always exposes something that I need to do better in in my life when it comes to serving him. So this week, the topic is stay in your lane. I'm going to say that one more time for y'all. Stay in your lane. The key verses that I have for this week are 1 Corinthians 7 and 20 and Psalm 139 and 14. 1 Corinthians 7 and 20 reads, Let every man abide in the same calling wherein wherein he was called. Psalm 139 and 14 says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. May God be a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his most holy word. So before we get started, I'm going to ask you two questions. First question is, are you comfortable with who you are at this very moment? Ask yourself that and answer it to yourself. And then second, are you more? Are you focused more so on other people that you forget about yourself? See, I find it so easy to get caught up in the successes and also the mistakes of other people around us. Number one, seeing someone else's success sometimes gets you to the point that you try to emulate everything that person has done in order for you to succeed and you do it so much that you end up losing the uniqueness and originality of yourself. Number two, Seeing someone's mistakes oftentimes as people gets us to drown out the ones we see in ourselves that we don't want to address. So instead, we're trying to fix them in someone else. We're trying to correct everything that we see in ourselves and the people that also are dealing with the same things instead of correcting ourselves. This devotional I read by Max Lucado 
uh, is something that kind of goes along with this week's lesson. It's a very short devotional that I'm going to share with you all, and it applies greatly to the topic of stay in your lane. So it, this is what it says. It says, give me one second, pull it up. It says that a little boy named Adam wanted to be like his friend Bobby. Adam loved the way Bobby walked and talked. Bobby, however, wanted to be like Charlie. Something about Charlie's stride and accent intrigued him. Charlie, on the other hand, was impressed with Danny. Charlie wanted to look and sound like Danny. Danny, of all things, had a hero as well, Adam. He wanted to be just like Adam. So Adam was imitating Bobby, who was imitating Charlie, who was imitating Danny, who was imitating Adam. Turns out, all Adam had to do was be himself. Stay in your own lane. Nothing good happens when you compare and compete. God doesn't judge you according to the talents of others. He judges you according to yours. His yardstick for measuring faithfulness is how faithful you are with your own gifts. So man, when I'm telling y'all, I read that and I was just like, oh my goodness. God, what are you trying to tell me now? See, my problem with myself that God has shown me is that I get so caught up in wanting to help everybody else that one, number one, I forget who I am and I forget what God has given me to accomplish and to do so that I'm able to move forward. Second, another issue that God pointed out is that sometimes I have fallacies in my life that I haven't corrected that instead of me correcting them within myself, I see those same fallacies and those people around me that instead of me fixing myself first, I find myself trying to fix them. And so because of that, I'm now creating a hindrance in my own ministry and reaching to them because I'm pointing a speck in their own eye. I mean, a speck in their eye when I have a huge log in mine. Crazy, right? It doesn't make any sense. So when God showed me that, I was like, man, God, all right. I got you. I see what I see what you're trying to tell me here. I see I see what you point out. I need to stay in my lane. I need to stop worrying about the ins and outs about everybody to my left and to my right. Instead, I need to focus on you. And you are the one that's in front of me, guiding me and leading me into where I need to be. I'm going to read something that that was in the Bible that was that was pretty 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 spot on with staying in your lane. Matthew 14 the 25th chapter to the 31st reads this. Peep this, yo. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter said to him, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? May God be a blessing to the readers here and doers of his most holy word again. When I read this, y'all, there's something that stuck out to me that was very key. One, 
Peter's initial behavior in response. Peter originally had his focus on Christ. He stepped out of the boat because he asked, Hey God, if it, it hey, hey Jesus, if it's really you out there, hey, can, can I come out there? Come on, can I let me let me get out the boat and let me walk on water to go get you. And when Jesus told him to come, Peter's focus was narrow. It was set. It was focused on Christ so much that he was determined to walk on the water like Jesus and get to him. But see, this is where the problem that many of us face today. Jesus, I mean, Peter, like everybody else, got caught up in what was to his left and to his right. But in this case, what, what Peter's focus was, was the boisterous winds and the waves that he was walking while he was walking on the water. So with all this that he was focusing on, he stepped out of his lane, not focusing on Jesus, but instead focusing on the things around him that in the midst of him not focus on what he was not focusing on what he was supposed to focus on, he began to sink. And so what I'm here to tell you today is that you need to stay in your own lane. If we get caught up too much in focusing on everybody else around us, we lose focus on what God is trying to show us. You know, some of the biggest things that I've learned is that you can't fix everybody. You can only fix yourself. A lot of times people say, man, I wish I could get out of this situation that I'm in. I wish I could change this. I wish I could change that. But oftentimes people never want to fix themselves. I've learned through life and I've learned through the many things that I've gone through that the only way a situation can change is if you change yourself in that situation. Because once you change yourself in the situation that you're in, then with the new you that you have now become, everything else around you around you has to circumference, has to circumference to what's going on in you. But a lot of times we don't understand that and we don't apply that. You know, it's easier said than done. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to focus on everything else around you versus the things that are going on in your own lane. Another thing that I wanted to fo fo focus on is that the Bible also points out in many different other scriptures that you got to work out your own salvation. Philippians 2, 12 through 14 clearly dictates and explains that it's your salvation that you have to work out. You can't work out someone else's. You can't work out mom, dad, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, granny, grandpa. You can't work out none of theirs but your own because salvation is what? Personal. It's a personal walk. That's why you have to stay in your own lane. The Bible also says in 1 Corinthians that you need to examine yourself. So before I can correct anybody, I have to first get right within myself. I have to make sure I cross all my T's and dot all my I's. But see, the problem that we have today is that we're so caught up on everybody around us instead of focusing on the own problems we have in ourselves because we feel like it's so much easier to fix the same mistakes that we see in people that are in us with them instead of just fixing ourselves. But see, when you fix yourself, that means you have to identify that you have a problem. But see, we don't do that. We try to, we have the tendency to drown out everything that we have in ourselves so much that we have painted a picture that we're oh so perfect when, when, when in reality we really aren't. So I admonish you on today to remember to stay in your own lane. Don't focus on the people to your left nor your right, but focus on Christ. The center of your life should be around Christ. 
the focus should be on Christ. I challenge you today to refocus your focus. Just refocus it. That's all you got to do. Because don't you don't need to get so caught up in how everybody else is achieving things or even how everybody else is making mistakes. Because at the end of the day, you putting so much time and effort into that, you begin to lose your own uniqueness and originality. Period. So I know that everything in our lives, you know, matter of fact, I take that back. I know that we aren't perfect. I'm going to say that. Clear as day. We are not perfect. We're far from perfect. But what we are to do is to be like Christ daily. And the only way to be like Christ is first focus on ourselves. And the only way we can focus on ourselves first is if we stay in our own lane. So remember that, y'all. Stay in your own lane. I don't know how many times I got to say it for you to get it, but stay in your own lane. There's benefits in staying in your own lane. Because when you're in your own lane, things begin to work out how God designed them to be worked out. Think about a track race. I'm pretty sure I ain't never run track, but I'm pretty sure the lanes that you're in, when you run in a 100 meter dash, you get disqualified for stepping out of your lane, if I'm not mistaken. So think about that when it comes to your life. When you step out of your own lane, you begin to disqualify yourself with God, disqualify yourself from the things that God has for you. You disqualify yourself from reaching that new business. You disqualify yourself from reaching that new education goal you have. You disqualify yourself from that, that salary increase you've been wanting, that promotion. You disqualify yourself when you step out of your lane. So remember, stay in your own lane because there's perks and benefits to it. I pray that you all have a blessed weekend. I want you all to know that I love you. And more importantly, God loves you way more than I do. Way more than your mama do. Way more than your daddy do. Way more than your aunties, uncles, sister, brother, cousin. Way more than all of them. All of them. So make sure you dedicate some time to him this weekend. And remember, stay blessed.